and welcome back in today's episode i'm going to be sharing this article written by country living and it is uh, best scary ghost stories since halloween is approaching uh so i will begin and this uh, episode is going to uh, come out um well today on october 22nd so there's still a week so let's begin the flu sorry the first the first story is five years after the civil war um birmingham birmingham alabama was founded with its birth in 1871 so came the need for tons of pig iron to fix the u.s crumbling so colony james writer sloss began to build sloss furnace a year later the company opened its door to hundreds of employees according to its official website so jobs on blast were advanced but also dangerous and many workers started falling to their death in the furnace by the early 1900 conditions had worsened with the cruel foreman james slang who took dangerous risks to increase production, according to Reader's Digest. During his tenure at Sloss, nearly 15 employees, 50, died on site, and many others were involved in terrible accidents. Sorry guys, I'm just gonna change the music, by the way, that I find on YouTube, and it's just like lo-fi, fall playlist so one second i'm just gonna change it maybe this one let's see oh let's change that one uh okay so um his workers threw him in the furnace in retaliation in 1906 today you can still walk the grounds of Sloss Furnace, if you dare. You may even hear Slang's voice yelling, get back to work, and witness other paranormal experiences. Wow. The next one is The Crying Lady in Dakota, New York. So since its opening in 1884, the Dakota apartment building has been home to many rich and famous residents of New York City. Among them were... Sorry, John Lennon and Yoko Ono, who moved in in it in 1973. John was also assassinated outside the building in 1980. Before the day on December 8th, John said he he says John said he say a crying lady ghost walking the halls, and afterwards Yoko, who still resents there claimed she saw John's ghost sitting at his piano and then he said to her don't be afraid I'm still with you Ooh, (laughs) the bells witch Adam Tennessee if you are a scary movie lover you might actually know about the bells witch the film is an American haunting and the barrel and the Blair witch project are both based on the story way back in the early 1800s a man named John Bell moved his family to an area in Tennessee called Red River, which is now known as Adam, Tennessee. After they had settled in a new home, some peculiar things started happening. 
the Bell family began hearing some bizarre noises, including dark barkings, dogs barking, chains, and rats, and women's whispering. Soon that woman became known as the Bell Witch, and many people believe she's the ghost of a former neighbor of the Bell Kate's Bats that had a dispute over the land, and now she's coming back for revenge on the Bell family before she died. Later on, Bell died from poisoning, and it rumored to be the work of the Bell Witch. Common, common stories. Uh, sorry, guys. The Ghosts of Crescent Hotel, and this is in Erica Springs, spend the night in the haunted Crescent Hotel in Erica Springs, which opened in 1886 during construction. A worker named Michael was killed and a ghost and his ghost reportedly still haunts room 218. The hotel came under the ownership of known medical fraud Norman Baker in 1937, who financed himself a doctor. He turned the hotel into a Baker Cancer Hospital, claiming to have the cure for the disease. Patient who died under his care was buried right in the hotel basement. He was arrested in 1940, but his patient spirits still remain to this day. <laughs> nice. Hugging Molly. It's best to stay home when the sun sets in, in Alabama. If you want to avoid hugging Molly's chilly embrace at the, as the legend goes, beginning in the early 1900s, an oversized figure, Claude in all black, began roaming the streets at night, looking for unsuspecting victims. She hugs the person and screams loudly, loudly into their ears. Many people have re-encountered stories of being chased by what they believe was hugging Molly. Local parents have been taking advantage and have told the story to their children to make them come home earlier. And this is in Abbeville, Alabama. The Certain Sea House Ghost in Georgia. So began experiencing normal paranormal activities in the present day in the 1870s. Family members reported witnessing objects um, across rooms, uh, moving across rooms, hearing laughter, crying, seeing the red eyes staring in the house, foods, were being thrown um, and cries for help. Though the family would be able to save them, so though the family anyways, so though the family who thought the family would be able to save them. On the day the family decided to leave the house, a fire iron floated up and started hitting one of the sons on the head. No one was brave enough to live in the house again, and the building went up in flames in 1925. Yeah, I imagine. The vibes were not nice. Not good vibes. What happened to my music? I don't know what happened to YouTube. It just started... The internet connection is not working. That is weird. Because I am reading this article right now. That would be a little bit weird. Anyways. 
One second, guys. I don't know why all of this is happening now. Like, right now. Oh, okay. It's working. Anyway, so moving on. Let's see. Okay, moving on. The next story is the ghost of Bellamy Bridge, Marina, Florida. For a taste of true haunting love, travel over this spooky bridge in Florida, which has several ghost legends surrounding the structure. The structure. In 1830s, Elizabeth Jane Crome married local politician Dr. Samuel. On their wedding night, her dress accidentally caught on fire, which covered the young bride in horrible burns. She initially survived, but eventually passed away. Elizabeth was buried along the banks of Chipola River, and was said that her love for her husband was so strong she couldn't rest. So, some people have like seen her on the bridge, which was built after she died. So people still claim they see her with her wedding dress. Poor woman. The ghost of Deer Island in Mississippi. Back on May, on May 20th, 1922, Anthony Ragozin, aka Mr. Anthony in Sun Herald, he writes that in the early 1800s, two fishermen spent the night on Deer Island off Biloxi Coast. They heard noises that they ignored until it became impossible to do so. When they claimed they found a headless skeleton that ran after the pair. They immediately made a beeline for their boat and got off the island. It said that the bony frame belonged to a pirate who had his head chopped off by his captain and his body was left behind and a ghastly, as a ghastly guard to watch over buried treasures. Zombie Road, Wildwood, Missouri. Outside of St. Louis lies a zombie road where ghost activity happens. There are many scary stories streaming from, stemming from Loyler Fraud Road. So it's actually named after an indigenous spirit wandering the stretch, the stretch to victims on train accidents. Um... Della Hamilton, who was struck by a passing train in the 1950s, it became a popular late night teen hangout spot with various murders happening in the area. So it's also, there was a lot of rumors that um, based of a murder named Zombie who escaped a mental asylum, um, a lot of like different rumors. So we still have two stories left. So there was 11 stories in total. So this one is Dead Woman's Crossing, Oklahoma. So according to Atlas Obscura, in the early 1900s in Oklahoma, Katie DeWitt, James left her home with her baby after she filed for divorce from her husband. She planned to move in with her cousin, but her family never heard from her. After an investigation, 
It turns out she moved into a local prostitute, Franny Norton. She was last seen leaving the house with Franny and her child in the carriage. Franny returned with the child who was covered in blood without Katie. Her body was found later along a nearby creek with her head cut off. It was rumored that her ex-husband had killed her with Franny's help. But, but Franny claimed she was involved. She wasn't involved in Katie's death. But on the day she was supposed to question, but on the day she was supposed to be questioned by the police, she obviously poisoned herself. And Katie's still around, though. And there's a legend that people still see her. Hearing a woman looking for a baby and the rolling sounds of wheels from the stroller. So obviously, Franny was involved in the killing of Katie because she poisoned herself the day she was supposed to be questioned. Sorry. Sorry, guys. I've been sick for a week. So, you know, I sound weird. Last story is the Mitel Plantation in Louisiana. On the numerous period haunting the plantation built in the 1796. So the most known entirety entity in Chloe, according to the official website. It said the plantation owner, Clark Woodruff, carried on an affair with an enslaved person. Chloe, which he ended, she began to eavesdrop on his conversation and he caught her. As punishment, he cut her ears off. She then poisoned the rest of his family with a birthday cake, leaving him alone. The other enslaved people knew what she had done and hanged her. And she supposedly still remains on the property with a photograph from 1992 where her spirit is reportedly visible. Wonderful. We love that. We love that story. Ah, that's a good ending. Wow. Honestly, these stories were crazy. The ending was horrible. So overall, I'm sure maybe most of you already know these stories from maybe another article or from maybe legends from where you come from. Um, but overall, these were crazy stories. My God. So yeah, these were the stories that I shared today in this article. That was the end of the stories. Um, now I'm thinking I can maybe try to find another one. Uh, let's see. Maybe this one. Let's see. This is from Reddit. I do use Reddit a lot, but this one is 11 of the scariest ghost stories from Reddit that people have shared. Um, that I'm sure maybe some of you probably maybe read them. So yeah, these are from Reddit. So the first story is, it wasn't a little girl. So I was camping with my husband at his family. Um, wait doesn't sound right okay i was camping so this woman she was camping with her husband and his family at a small lake in new mexico there was about 10 people in our group and another group of six people um on the next campsite 
So both crews were doing typical activities, drinking, s'mores, having a good time. Then all of a sudden, they were hearing a little girl inside the surgery area. We heard noises from that little girl. Um, they're saying there was a field behind our campsite. And all we saw was a very tall, pure white figure standing maybe a hundred feet away from us in the field. Making the noises, we all agreed this thing looked maybe six feet tall, skinny, and white as it can be. We made our way closer, but whatever it was we saw started backing off as we got closer and disappeared in the tree. All night, we continued to hear a little girl calling for help as we tried to sleep. I don't know why they stayed. I still don't understand why they stayed at the campsite after that incident. I would have probably honestly left, but... So yeah, I don't really know the idea of staying after hearing a little girl calling for help. It's, uh, yeah, I wouldn't do that. So moving on, the walking dead. So um, I'm a psychiatrist nurse in my early career. So work at a residential mental health facility. Um, let's see. So basically, there was a 19-year-old that worked at in the military in the deep south. But one night he vanished. And eventually he was declared missing and dead. And dead. Ten years later, a seven-foot-tall man walked in the hospital emergency room in my part of the Midwest and said, My name is Marion Dutchin, and I've been dead for ten years. Those were the last words he ever spoke. He was covered with dust. He was wearing the same clothes he has been reported missing with, missing in. The night he vanished, um... And his social security number has not been used. He had, he had no identification. However, they were, both, they were able to identify him with fingerprints. Family was notified, but they said they had already grieved their lost man. And whoever was claiming to be him simply could not be him. So, Marion paced all day every day um, and he was not able to speak wow kind of sad so I saw was Marion pacing in the parking lot throwing his head back to laugh later I wondered if all along I've been dealing with the ghost all these years later, I still don't know. That's interesting. I don't know if someone claimed or... That's interesting. Weird. Very strange. Let's see. Let's move on to... Let's do one more. Um, evicted by a ghost so shortly after college i got married we moved into a basement apartment um and my wife was terrified whatever was with us made it clear that he wanted to live alone so dishes glasses 
items were flying off the shelves. My wife was hit several times. There was always a feeling that we were being watched. Uh, at night, when we walked through the apartment in the dark, there would be insanely bright flashes of light. One night, we were going to bed. As soon as my wife and I walked into the bedroom, we heard a voice say my name and say move. My wife looked at me and looked at her and said loudly, you got it, bud. We moved out two days later and stayed with family. The old lady who owned the place died a few months later and the house was torn down. It is still an empty lot to this day. Nothing but grass and a tree. Wow. No, I agree. If if somebody tells you to move, you move. You don't stay there. Mm-mm. No, honestly, I would have honestly moved. I would not stayed. That is crazy. People have crazy stories. Oh my god. Wow. Crazy. People on Reddit? Wow, what's uh wild? Wild stories. Let's see. Um Let's see if we can find some more on Reddit that seem interesting. So yeah, as I'm seeing on Reddit, people have quite interesting stories. So let's see this one. Wow. Kind of wild. Oh my god. So this already starts. A few years ago, I was walking through the woods already. That sounds scary. Um, in my track, I smelt this really overpowering sweet smell being nosy i pulled back the undergrowth to have a look and found a dead body why would you do that in the first place but sure i get it i am curious myself so i would definitely do something like that the guy had clearly been there a while and wasn't looking great um i called the police he who told me to wait with the body being in the middle of nowhere, it took a while for them to arrive. Sorry, guys. I just sat there in the dark with him for a long time. It turned out he had committed suicide for a long time afterwards. Wow. Afterwards, uh, I had dreams about him. He would talk to me. And not nice things, mainly about how he was angry I had disturbed his resting place and he wanted to anyways graphic things wow 
that's why you don't do that honestly you don't do those things but i do understand if you are curious honestly i would have just left it there honestly uh, no i don't really know if i would have left it there i don't know what i would do i don't know no i think the best thing to do is to call the police honestly anyways my god my nose anyways i don't really think you can just leave it there like i wouldn't leave it there and just you know but i don't know if i like i would really go looking for it you know if i smell something i don't think i would have stayed but also curiosity does get the best out of me so i don't know Oof, that poor person so about two years ago i was driving home from a family reunion pretty late at night the drive was about two hours i didn't stay the night because i had work the following day and most of the drive was on roads with dead bushes and trees on the other side the real creepy ones you see in a lot of movies anyways i have been driving about 45 minutes i was starting to get really tired you know sometimes you suddenly become really tired so since the person got tired they just parked and safely slept um anyways after it became clear to me i wasn't going to find a place to pull up my tiredness wasn't going to go away i did something very questionable i pulled over the side of the road onto the grass behind some bushes to try and hide my car from any from anybody else who was going to come past it I came across another car every few minutes or so and then fell asleep. Sometime later, I was woken by a scratching sound. I looked at the clock. It was 11.50. The sound, the sound stopped after a few seconds. And because I was still extremely tired, I didn't bother looking around and simply went back to sleep. I was later woken by the same sound at, at 12.40. This time, it really freaked me out because the sound didn't stop. The thought ran across my mind, and it was just an animal inspecting the car. But why would it return almost an hour after I'd left? I looked in the rear view mirror and just managed to glance a glimpse, a glimpse of something running away in the forest. I thought I have to get out of here. Yes, that I wouldn't. I wouldn't have parked there in the first place and just slept. Then I looked in the rearview mirror. I didn't see anything at all. All of a sudden, this guy comes sprinting around the corner. He starts screaming, "Hey, hey, you! Get the f out of the car now! Get off!" So yeah, don't don't sleep on the side of um, a road not the greatest idea that's all not, not the best idea and i don't know how this person just slept through it like they just were tired and just they didn't care they just slept through it in the middle of middle of, of an empty scary road in the middle of the night oh, yeah not a good idea when i was a child i had the same dream every night for years about drowning with a huge wave swept over me and I sank to the bottom. Years later, 
I had a temp job delivering mail. One summer during college, I saw this old lady sitting on a front porch waiting for me. When I got up, she looked at me and said in a foreign accent, You drowned when Oceana sank beneath the waves. Freaked me out. Oh yeah, that is freaky. Wow. These are really crazy. My god. Crazy stories. Let's see if we can find another. Because these are really long too. Like they're like. These stories are, are novels. Let's see if we can find a not so long one. This one. When I was a child, I lived in an old Victorian house. Already sounds scary. I would always hear laughing while I was trying to sleep. I was only a child with a single mother. And when I was about five, six years old, I would wake up hearing laughter in the hallway in the middle of the night. After mentioning it to my mom, she swore it was probably to the TV being left on late. One night, I woke up hearing the laughter in my room. I went to sit up and felt like there was someone holding my shoulders down. Ran to my mom's room until I said my shoulders hurt. She lifted up my shirt and there were two adult-sized hands printed on my shoulders. I honestly thought I had imagined it. Wow. That's really scary, but like you see the sometimes you just ima- like feel things or like, you know, imagine things. But the fact that you actually saw the print of like the two hands? Two adult hands? Hell no. Hell no. No, no, that's too much. The actual prince, I I would I would not sleep in that house anymore. I would I would move. How these people do how is the mom so calm about this? Like I don't get it. The mom was just like you know, it is what it is. Yeah, the mom was very calm about this. I don't know about that. The mom was just um I don't know, the mom didn't really do anything. Then she said, I only see thought I had imagined it. But then I mentioned it in passing to my mom. And she went blanket white and said, I don't want to remember that. Like, what does she mean? Like, what does she mean? Like, it's an actual, like, real story? Or, I don't know. I don't know about that. The mom seemed a bit too calm for me a young girl is playing in her bedroom when she hears her mother call to her from the kitchen so she runs downstairs to meet her mom as she's running through the hallway the door to the cupboard under the stairs opens hands reaches and it pulls out and pulls her in it's her mother's and she whispers to her child don't go into the kitchen don't go into the kitchen i heard it too Oh, like it wasn't the mom, like it was like a replica of the mom's voice. <gasps> that is so creepy. That is really creepy. Ooh, I'm getting chills.
Wow. Anyways. Let's see if we can find one last story before. But there's just so many of them. So many stories. Wow. Let's see. Uh... Anyway, there's this page that I just found called haunted rooms and it's like all dark it's really creepy but it has a bunch of like scary stories but you can also visit um these places so this one is the puppy in the basement um no, no, we're not doing that. Uh, no. There was someone under the bed. No, no. These are too much. Oh my god. Okay, let's see this one. These are intense, guys. Oh my god. Oh, you can actually rent a house. Is that it? Rent a house? What is. I just found this random page. Haunted rooms in the UK for. A haunted experience. Oh no. No, no, I'm good. I'm alright. I'm alright. Um. kids when kids are involved in these stories it's just too scary yeah let's see so here I found another article from this page called Bored Panda. And these are the creepiest things. Anyways, one second, guys. I'm going to make a second episode to read these stories. So thank you so much for listening. That was the end of the episode. Good luck to you all on your life journeys. Goodbye. Love you.